Go in your Bible to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 36. I can see clearly now part two. Psalms 36, one verse, verse number nine. Thirty-six, verse number nine. Are you there? Psalms thirty-six, verse number nine. You learn to say that you're where you're going to be three times. Uh, they teach that in seminary, and somebody that went to seminary told me that, so that's how I know that. And for those of you that's heard that joke a few times, a few hundred times, um, there's always new people here, so there you go. <laughs> David writes, for with thee, meaning with God, for with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. I love that verse. Father, take the few words that we will speak here this morning and penetrate them into the heart of every person here, God, you do the heavy lifting throughout the course of this service, and we'll give you praise for that in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. I want to do something that it is my fault if people don't know these things, and we do not probably spend enough time on this, and uh, I just want you to become more aware of what this church is doing on a week-by-week, month-by-month basis. Um, and just let me say this. As far as Orchardville Church goes, here and Centralia Branch, you're about as involved as you want to be. And now let me read a few of these things, and I'm not going to give you coordinator or director, or I'm not going to divvy it down like that. It's just, for instance, I'm going to say nursery. And that is an important role, an important job here in this church. And we need to get a scripture verse back there in the nursery. So the scripture would be, and you all will be changed. <laughs> in the twinkling of an eye. <laughs> then there is Kid Possible Ministry, Adventureland, Modified Youth. Sunday School, Girls of Grace, Royal Rangers. And I'm going to read all these off, and the reason being is I can see clearly now it's up to us to get involved, and it's up to us to shine a light. There's the Live Out Loud, the Drama Team, Ushers, Greeters, Information Desk, First Impression Team, Security, the Rapid Response Team. The singles ministry, maintenance, janitors, volunteers in the groundskeeper and the landscaper and the maintenance men, office personnel, funeral dinners and all of that that goes into helping with that, Good Samaritan deliveries, angel tree, CD ministry, the fireworks extravaganza, Orchardville kids camp workers. There are a lot of ways to get involved here. Lighting tech, sound tech, video tech, computer tech, 
praise team, production manager, deacons, finance team, Bible study leaders, church administrators, treasurer, music director. Then you realize that me and Kay can't do all these things. You know, we need help, right? Right? You got that? You got that, right? You understand that? You understand that? There is altar ministry. There's the small group leaders and all of that. There's the kitchen coordinator, parking attendants, the soda machine volunteers that restock all that, visual arts director, rapid response team, modified youth praise teams, Oasis volunteers, camera volunteers, VBS. I ain't done yet. We're shining the light. It's what we're trying to do week in, week out. Shine the light. Well, I just don't know if there's anything for me to do. There's a lot of things I've already read, and I ain't done yet. We've got the starting at home, which Bill J. Bruce had just recently started, and been a wonderful ministry to help people that need things around the house. We give on a, a monthly basis to the Salvation Army over at Centralia. We give on a monthly basis to the food pantry at Jeff, Illinois. We give on a monthly basis to the pregnancy care centers, both at Salem and also at Fairfield. We are, we have also the inside out missions. And in that, they go on mission trips, whether it's to the Gulf Coast or different areas. We support on a monthly basis missionary to Romania, missionary to China, missionary to Mexico, missionary to Haiti, missionary to the Philippines, missionary to the Vietnam, missionary to East St. Louis, and missionary to Africa. There are ways that this church is being an example of shining the light and everybody can get involved if you want to get involved. And anybody that heads up a ministry, if that ministry is not doing all that you think that ministry should be doing, I'm going to offer you advice that was offered to me decades ago. Look in the mirror. When this church is not doing what I think it ought to be done, it is the easiest thing on earth for me to point my finger, but I realize I've got three that's pointing right back at me. Everything flows from the head. Everything starts right in ministry at the top. And if this church is not going like I think that it ought to be going, or we're not running on all cylinders, I've got to look at myself and say, Preacher, what aren't you doing right? What could you be doing better? I've got a question here. Have you ever had a wrong spirit? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I've known of some preachers that's had a wrong spirit. I know of a preacher up here real close to me that's walking around this platform that's had a wrong spirit. Oh, I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm dignified. I could never have a wrong spirit. David said, oh God, renew within me a right spirit. It lets me know that as Christian people, if we don't watch it, a wrong spirit can be played out within our life. There's a wonderful scripture there in 2 Kings chapter 3 
about Elisha being called to go and give a blessing to four kings that's going to fight against another group of people. And Elisha gets there, and there's one guy that he likes, his king, Jehoshaphat. Where we get the term great jumping Jehoshaphat came from that guy right there. And the other three guys, he says this, I don't even want to see your face. That's a preacher with the wrong spirit. (laughs) I don't want to even look at you. I will not bless you in what you're doing. And Jehoshaphat talks with him, and before long, Elisha says, call for the singers and the praise team. And he calls for the singers and the praise team, and they sing praise music. And then that wrong spirit is made right. Let me tell you something that's real factual here. The light of God can be in a song. And one of the reasons why we have the musicians up here every week, we want the light of God to be able to be put within your life because as a light, it can illuminate what you need to do in your life. And friends, that's important. Elisha yielded himself to the light of God that was in a song. That lamp yielded and submitted itself to the flame. Young people, you get in trouble when you don't submit to the parents. Can I get a witness from mom and dad? Christian person, you get in trouble when you don't submit to the Holy Spirit. People, you get in trouble when you don't submit to the law. Is that right, Alan? That's right. Watch it driving down Broadway over at Mount Vernon. Adam and Eve got the whole world in trouble because they didn't submit to the light of God and what they knew that they were supposed to be doing. That lamp right there is doing what it was created to do. It is being is doing and being exactly what the Creator had in mind. It is lighting a path and lighting a way. That lamp, while it is, was not lit, that lamp was cold. Charles Spurgeon, one of the greatest preachers that ever lived, his wife was hesitant about that call of God on her husband. She was cold about that. She didn't like the amount of time that that man of God was traveling all over Europe to preach the great message of Jesus' truth into the lives of the European people. She didn't like that. And eventually the light of God began illuminating her and began warming her up to that. To where then she's seen, yes, that in a balance there could be thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that need to hear what my husband has to say. And years later, a journalist told her, I'm telling you, lady, your husband is England's greatest gift. And you are England's greatest giver. She had to be willing to give her husband away into the ministry so other people could be, infe- could be impacted and affected and thank God that she really warmed up to that. You're either going to be cold to the things of God or you're going to be warm to the things of God. 
This is what I tell preachers. If what you're preaching don't warm your heart, it won't warm nobody else's heart. The blind man that carried a lantern, a blind man, think of that. The blind man that carried a lantern. Nighttime, he'd light that lantern and walk. And someone asked him, you're a blind man. Why on earth would you have a lantern? And he said, I don't want anybody to stumble over me. That's a message in and of itself, Christian person. You need to be the light that God wants you to be so nobody else has to stumble over you. I don't want to go to places to where somebody else may stumble over me. I don't want to be doing things to where somebody else may be stumbling over me. I want to shine the glorious light of Jesus Christ in my life that it is a clear path and it is a clear sign for everybody else to realize and know that Jesus is the light of the world. Well, preacher, I want to shine, but I just want to shine a little bit, but not much. Preacher, I want to witness a little bit, but not much. I want to give a little bit, but not much. I want to read a little bit, but not much. I want to pray a little bit, but not much. I want to serve a little bit, but not much. I want to attend church a little bit, but not much. God says we are to shine. Now, I'm preaching way better than you're all letting on. So maybe this next portion will help you out. I've been reading in the last couple weeks in Genesis. I want you to go to Genesis. It's going to be easy to find. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 16. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day, the lesser light, the moon, to rule the night. He made the stars also. Then he backs up in verse 15 and gives the job description. Here's your job description. To the sun, to the moon, and to the stars. Here it is. To give light upon the earth. To give light upon the earth. That was her job description. Without the sun, life on earth would be impossible. As a matter of fact, without the moon, life on earth would cease to be. It controls the tides of the ocean, and without that, the ocean will become one big stagnant pool around the world, and life would soon cease to be. For thousands of years, mariners and sea, seafaring men, women would be able to chart their course using the North Star to give light upon the earth. The moon is less than the sun. But you know what? The moon's still magnificent in what it does. The stars is less than the sun, but it's still magnificent what the stars do. In Matthew 25, Jesus tells the story of the talents. 
One man has five talents, another man has a couple of talents, and the last guy has one talent. I do not have, back up, I am not a five-talented man, which is a bummer as far as I'm concerned. Well, looks like I have. God should have at least been, you know, the guy's going to go through life like five talents. <laughs> that didn't happen. I am not as talented as Carlin Loker. I'm not. It's a bummer. I could become resentful, but I'm a pretty happy guy overall. <laughs> I am not as talented as Rod Dial. These guys that can just basically do anything. It's just unbelievable to me. I mean, guys, here's just how it is. When Carlin gets in trouble or Rod, they can sit down with a guitar in front of their loving wife <laughs> and sing a little song, and it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I'd try that, it'd make my better half mad, so <laughs> not too good. You know the great thing, though? I can still shine. The moon may not be as great as the sun, but the moon can still shine. Oh, if I just had the talent somebody else had. Not an excuse. You can still shine. We are made to shine. The very same job description that God gave the sun, the moon, and the stars. To give light upon the earth. The same job description to every Christian person. To give light upon the earth. That's what we're to do. That's what we're to do. That's what we're to do. Well, preacher, I just refuse to do that. In that same chapter in Matthew 25, I saw this about 10 days ago, and it just really gripped me. Listen to the words of Jesus. Here it is. I'm not going to shine. I refuse to do that. This is what Jesus said. You wicked and lazy servant, you will be thrown, listen, into outer darkness. Question. Why would that be? I think, I'd, I think the answer hit me. Seven to ten days ago when I've been looking at this, I think the answer hit me. They didn't want to shine on earth. God says, you won't have to shine in eternity. You want darkness on earth? I'll give you darkness in eternity. Whatever you want here, God will give you more there. That's a sobering thing to me. God's saying, if that's really what you want, if darkness is really what you want, we're going to give you what you want. Turn that nickel over. I used to say turn that record over, but the kids don't know what that is. They may not know what a nickel is either. I mean, $20, $20, $20, $20, $20. <laughs> but look what happens if you choose the light of God. 
Revelations chapter 22. And there shall be no night there. And they don't need a candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. God said, the person that wants light here in eternity, I'll give you more light. If you want light here in eternity, you're going to be able to walk in light. If you want light here in eternity, you're going to have light forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, but preacher, I don't want light. I want to do my own thing, and I just want to live in darkness. God will give you that too. Which one is it? It's either or. It's either or. I choose the light of God. Question. How many has ever seen a star through a telescope? How many has ever seen the moon through a telescope? Maybe more of you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know why? That moon's doing what it was created to do. Those stars are doing what it was created to do. God looks at me through the telescope of his love and says... Look at that Mark Shell. B A U T Full. <laughs> Look at him. Beautiful. See, living proof that God don't see you as you are. God sees you as you shall be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. You know why? Because I'm doing what God has created me to do. Every Christian person that's shining the light. Yeah, but my light's not very big. That don't matter. That don't matter. Think of this right here, this lamp. If the power goes out, think about how important this lamp is then. When the power goes out, it's your house. If you live in Wayne County, what's happened is that guy that lives to the north of us in this little 10 by 10 shed on a bicycle, he gets wore out and he stops pedaling and then the lights all go out. <laughs> Don't say anything, Dave. Where's Dave? <laughs> when that power goes out, that flashlight really becomes important then. Really becomes important then. One bulb goes out in this room right here, where they're going to be able to see. But you take that same bulb and you put it out here in a closet somewhere or in a dark place somewhere, it's really important then. Where you're being a light on your job. Yeah, but I'm, it's like I'm the only Christian there, preacher. Think how important that light is then. Amen. Amen. Never, ever bury your talent because if you do you're burying the very ability you have to shine even a person with one talent can shine i've done i've done what i feel like i was supposed to do with the call of god on my life and you know what i've had going for me honestly honestly it's not my winning smile and it's not my super personality. I've had two things going for me all low these many years. I really enjoy to read, and that's been a real plus for me. And my super wife. 
Never bury your talent. Never. Hide it under a bushel? No. Never bury your talent. Because you're forfeiting the very opportunity to shine for Jesus. Bow your heads, please. Father, we want people to be able to see your beauty and your brilliance. And God, help us to be the light that you've called every disciple and every Christian to be. Lord, you're the light of the world. But when you left, you told the disciples that they're the light of the world. Share that light. Give that light to someone else. And God, I know that it does not subtract one thing from the flame when we light another one to where they can flame for you. Help us to be willing to do that. God, I ask and pray this morning if there's someone here that's never asked Jesus Christ to be Lord of their life, their salvation is not secure in you. They don't really know that you are who you say you are. They don't really, they've never made that decision for you, Lord God, and asked their, their, for their sins to be forgiven. I ask and pray that you, by your sovereign design and power, turn the searchlight of heaven upon every person's soul. If they're here this morning without you, they'll make that public confession to you and repent of their sins. In Jesus' wonderful name, we're praying. And God, I am praying for every Christian here that that light will burn brighter this week than it did last week. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray.
it's not enough. How glorious is your love? If I could sing forever, it's not enough. It's not enough. You gave, you gave your life away. You gave, you gave your life away. You gave, you gave your life away for me. Your grace is broken every chain. My sins are gone, my debts can pay. You gave, you gave your life away for me. Oh, you gave, you gave your life away. You gave, you gave. My sins are gone, my debt's been paid. You gave, you gave your life away for me. For me. our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677. I saw Jesus